Well, hello there. This is Olivia, of course, with Libby's Corner. And I wanted to um, welcome you all into another week. Uh, I hope you are doing well wherever this podcast finds you. But I also um, have had the inside information that documentaries seem to be on the uptick. And not just true crime documentaries, which we all, let me repeat, all love to watch and discuss and debate about Um, but just across the board documentaries have seen a huge upswing and to be honest I actually like that I like that there's so much attention on you know on topics or situations that you know a lot of us didn't know about or didn't understand fully and so bam there's a documentary so you can spend you know anywhere between an hour to five or more um watching something about some kind of crazy incident or what have you and I found myself anyway moving towards a lot of documentaries um over the past couple of years Um, But to be very honest, I've always, always been a documentary watcher um, because growing up with limited resources and funds, PBS was like a cable channel to us. So, (laughs) you know, they have plenty, a plenty of uh, docu-series on on PBS. Um, What I like about PBS is they don't do like they sometimes they have these documentaries that last a week but more times than not these documentaries are a sitting so they're an hour to two hours you know um what this episode is gonna going to particularly be about is documentaries and me reviewing certain documentaries um I will begin to do this once a once a once a month. I was like, let me make sure. Let me let me double check my schedule. Yes, so this will be once a month, and I will be, um, you know, just reviewing docu series. And what I really, um, really love is that how big this genre has gotten it's a billion dollar business now um so we have Ridley Scott in the mix making them Ron Howard and um Brian um, Glazer are doing them as well so when you have heavy hitters like that getting into documentaries in this way I mean, Ron Howard's like, this is all I'm making. So (laughs) I'm like, when you get people like that to, you know, start pushing and and putting their efforts behind that, then that's when, that's when it just swings. Like it swings and it, it doesn't miss because those tend to be these huge documentaries. So, um... Yeah, I just wanted to introduce you guys into this um, new series within the series type of type of thing. Um, there is a lot of 
movement going on with Livy's Corner. And, you know, I always try to keep it, keep it fresh and keep it, you know, keep it moving, keeping things um, going. And this is one of them. I like, you know, for uh, season four, because we're in season three right now. So in season four, um, there's just a lot of things that will be going on with it. So I'm just really excited. Um, and without too much further ado, I think that justifies a good introduction for this podcast, for this series within the series. Um, so let's just get on into it. So first on the list um, is keep sweet, pray and obey. And it is, it was released um, May 26th of 2022. It is on Netflix. Um, It examines the rise of Warren Jeffs in the fundamental church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and his shocking criminal behavior. And without giving away too much, I mean, the synopsis is is good enough. This is a five-part series. I love five-part series. I can literally watch them in a day and be good. I get leery when they're like 10 and I'm just like, dude. Um, so first off, it's, it's paced okay. All right, so let's start off with some of the issues I had with it. Um, they had too much time, okay? Um, now, we're dealing with someone who was a predator and someone who was a manipulator. Um, Warren Jess was creepy and gross. And <laughs> I think he had like 70-some wives because he inherited wives. Like, it was crazy. Um, so the pacing was off though, because they could have gotten all that done in four. And I think what's happened is that Netflix, in order for them to buy things, they're like, it has to be five. Um, and I'm like, but was it necessary? It absolutely was not necessary to have five episodes. Okay. So that's the first thing. The second thing is that should have had a trigger warning, (laughs) like, big time trigger warning because of the crimes that were committed these were crimes committed against minors and in a sexual way so anytime we're dealing with that type of situation I'm like you need to have a disclaimer on it and they had one at the end but they didn't have it at the beginning and I'm like and you need to start people listen producers listen Put it at the front, okay? Because that stuff is triggering. Um, but I knew what I was getting into because, you know, it was a referral. So, from one of you lovely listeners, actually. So, I was able to, you know, kind of brace myself for it. Um, listen, I'm not going to sit here and be like, judgmental on anybody's beliefs or anything like that I can't do that what I can say 70 plus wives 70 plus wives 
and the ages range from like 14 on to through 30s. So, yeah, that's the problem. And that is completely gross. Um, <laughs> that is completely gross. So, is it worth your time? Most definitely. It was something that I had limited knowledge on. And then I now I don't have limited knowledge on it. Am I going to go and further my knowledge on the situation or deepen it? No. I'm good with what I know and what I was able to garner from that documentary. Sometimes I'm able to be like, oh, I need to go dig into this a little bit deeper, you know, or some offshoot something. No, this is, this was it for me. Like, I was like, I'm, I don't need to watch any more of this um, (laughs) or go research any more of this. Um, So, yeah, like it was it was really good. It was really quality made. I mean, I like how the Keep Sweet um, was a code for (laughs) for them to pretty much keep quiet. And just the shenanigans and the, the, like I said, the criminal activity, like the synopsis said, that was going on with it. It was just, it was a lot. Um, It was a lot. So, yes, it is on Netflix. Um, I gave this one a 4.2 snaps out of 5. I think, like I said, the pacing was off. And y'all already know I'm a stickler for that. And when it's off, it kind of stretches things out. And it really did not need to be stretched out like that. So, but yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, If you've seen it, what did you think? If you haven't seen it, are you going to watch it? Let me know. Bye. So next... Um, the next one that I want to discuss is the Night Stalker. Um, and I'm hitting this one up because the director and production team that was behind it have a new, um, Netflix documentary out titled Waco. And what's, what's like bonkers is that I literally was sitting there one day and I was just like, is there a documentary about Waco? And it wasn't at the time. And then I was like on Netflix just perusing and bam, they was like, Waco's coming. Ah, And it's actually out when I'm recording this. So I cannot wait to get into this documentary tonight because it is fascinating to me. Like this might actually kick off something where I'm needing to go and research Waco. But anyway, this segment is about... The Night Stalker. Um, it is visually stunning, okay? But again, what this team um, tends to do is they really take their time and like really talk to people, talk to the victims' families, you know, talk to some of the victims, um, the police that were involved, the detectives that were involved, like they reenact things and they really do a great job at sticking to a point and exposing that point. And I, 
so the night stalker it was cringy because I love psychology and I I really that's why I love films so much and that's why I love horror films so much because it's an offshoot of the psychology of the psyche that's just way out there right um but sitting there and like kind of garnering all this information and figuring out okay so this is why this person behaves this way or this is why this person behaved that way in this case he was all over the map okay and his name was Richard Ramirez and he um who died actually um in 2013 of complications from B-cell lymphoma um, or lymphoma and so he was all over the map he did so much and he would use so many different means to eradicate folks or to attack folks and it was like and he was in LA um it was just spooky. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was spooky. And my whole thing was like, and it's one time he was like putting pentagrams on stuff. And then other times he wouldn't. Like, he was just all over the place with things. And when I run into somebody like that, I'm like, dude, what is, what are you doing? Like, uh-uh, you know, uh-uh. So it was unsettling in that way. Um, and also the way he was doing things was just it was just all bad but it was a great documentary there was so much like (sighs) there was so much focus with the detectives and how (laughs) the one detective like seriously nobody was listening to him and like (sighs) he was like dude why are we not getting these foot casings and all the things they just weren't taking him seriously and it was I think it was because he was Hispanic and um and he was young and they the homicide department didn't want to take him seriously and I was just like dude like he's putting the pieces together and they weren't listening and it took a toll on him like a toll on his family and his you know his children and his wife like that's what I really liked about this is that they were able to get in like that. The production team where they were able to talk to these people about how these this circumstance in particular messed with these people. Like, he was like, how do you not carry that home? Nobody's listening to you, you know, and things like that. And he, he's like, you know, I'm bringing home regret. I'm bringing home anger. I'm bringing home all this stuff because at work you know they're just not taking me serious it was so good oh my goodness so I loved it because of the human element that was added to such a horrific string of violence and so yeah it is it is really good I gave it a 4.4 out of 5 I am getting a little bit stingy Um, This would have been a great four-part series. It was five as well. And I'm like, don't stop stretching stuff out. Um, You don't have to do that. But yeah, it was great. Definitely check it out. It's on Netflix.
so the Texas Killing Fields um, again it's on Netflix um, all of these are pretty much um, that was this particular killer who they were never really able to pin these murders on because of evidence or lack thereof um, it was literally these these huge lots of land um, in Texas and that he would just dump these bodies like dump these bodies women would go and they were typically young young women would go and um, go to the store and they just wouldn't return and it's eerie because for the most part the excuse that was given was that you know they ran away you know by the popos that they ran away that they were troubled that they you know blah 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 and so once you get that label um especially in missing persons um situations that especially back in the day they're not going to go looking for you right and we're still to this day have that situation where if they are indigenous women if they are black women if they are hispanic women even asian women any real person of color there's you know the community got to get behind that and push like push super hard for you know attention and so but this these typically were weren't that these were younger white ladies white girls who went missing and um which for me is like well if this person was getting away with doing it to these individuals then how many people of color did he do that to and i I'm just like, you know, just psychology speaking, these individuals always start off with the lower rings or rungs and they work their way up. And so I'm just like, dude, like how many people did he really kill? You know, how many people did he do that to? And so, um, (laughs) just watching that stuff, it was, it was not triggering for me but it I could see where it would be you know I could see like where you know you're out there and you're like trying to research this thing or you're trying to figure out you know this missing persons thing and just wasn't none the coming of it it was very sad it was very unfortunate and he did it in two different spots in Texas which Texas is freaking huge but he did it in two different spots and it was just like man and they couldn't pin it on him they couldn't because of the lack of evidence so um what i did appreciate about the documentary as well is that it was like the toll that it took on these family members like it was really really bad it was really unfortunate um what happened there so Um, yeah, I have to give it a 4.8. Like, it was really, really good. It was really, really well made. Um, you can tell that they really cared about 
what was being filmed and what was being portrayed. Like you could feel the heart and soul in that documentary. So yeah, it's currently on Netflix. Um, it was January 28th, 1986. I remember coming home um, from kindergarten and it was at that time, it was half a day. So morning to afternoon. And I remember walking in the house and my mom was just, you know, watching the TV like regular uh, because the Challenger was going to be launched into space and it was it was a big deal I know we talked about it at school because there was a teacher on board so that was it was a big deal because this was the first time that NASA was sending um non-astronauts um into space these were people that just trained um and so I'm sitting there and you know, back in the day when your mom tells you to sit down and watch, that's what you do. You don't do anything else, but you do what your mama done told you to do. And so I sit down and watching it and it takes off. I remember that. I remember, um, I remember that. And then I remember a why in the sky. And I said that to my mom. Like, I said, Mom, there's a Y in the sky. And I have forgotten I said that until I watched this documentary. And (laughs) I remember my mom bawling. And I remember my mom, you know, years later talking about how that affected her. Like, she was like, "It, it was like when... MLK died like when Malcolm died like JFK died like and and just to know that she was alive during all that she was like it stunned us and watching that watching this docuseries Challenger the final flight um it is also on Netflix Netflix is killing the game when it comes to these docu docuseries um watching this reminded me of these instances where there's this collective societal stunning we get stunned and this particular situation of course the malfunction that happened could have been preventable um but pride and ego and money got in the way of um, of a successful launch as well as a successful mission as well as these people's lives and I I was just like NASA come on man so <laughs> again you know these are spoiler free reviews I'm not gonna get too deep off into it but we know what happened with Challenger like there was a couple times that you know the people that I was watching it with like we were like oh we know the outcome but how did the outcome happen? Well, it happened because X, Y, and Z. And so <laughs> that's what I like about the docu series mostly is that you figure out 
the A to the Z or the subplots or subpoints to each letter. Like, it's hilarious. Um, but this was not hilarious. This was very sad. It was very preventable. Um, very preventable. Um, yeah. Money, pride, ego. All of it. All of it. I think it was interesting how um, there was a room full of engineers literally screaming at the board to be like, hey, no, let's reset it. Let's relaunch some other time. Um, Yeah, that obviously didn't happen. And that's all I'll say. I don't want to spoil anything. But yeah, it's on Netflix as well. It's a five-parter. I gave it a 4.6 out of five snaps. Okay, so the last, um, the last documentary for this installment for March is The Murdoch Murders, um, A Southern Scandal, which is again on Netflix. Um, next month I have some Hulu documentaries on, on my roster as well as some HBO ones because they haven't come out yet. Um, and we know when HBO drops them, them is gems, those are diamonds. So I cannot wait to read those. Um, now this one in particular is, it, it follows about, I want to say a good string of 14 to 15 years of the Murdoch family and certain crimes that were committed, certain um, murders that were committed um, by various members of this family, Southern family. (sighs) To me, it was well-paced, it was well-documented, it was well-written, it was well-executed, everything was good on it, everything was good. I mean, it's not perfect, there were a couple technical issues that I had with it, Um, But at the end of the day, um, you can Google this because like literally this, I watched this like a day before old boy got sentenced to those two life sentences um, for murdering his, a couple of his family members. Um, What I want to say outside of this will be a short and sweet review is that you can google this like this is happening right here right now um but what i think is interesting is that people there was a murder in here um that has also been highlighted and was highlighted in this documentary that is getting a lot of traction and that is of young sir smith who um was gay um, and the particular Murdaugh who was kicking it with him um, that was leaning that way. Um, Hunty, it's some, it's some tea going on right there, right? And he's like, I, ain't, I don't know what y'all talking about. You know, I'm like, I don't know what happened between y'all, but I know homie is dead and everybody else know he did. And then giving your family's track record of just killing folks and just because y'all could, um, <laughs> doesn't mean they should have. See, that's, 
that's a whole nother tangent and so anyway but yes and I think that's interesting how you know people think that they can just buy their way through things and I'm like until you run up on the right one or the right circumstance and then you can't and then you're just stuck okay you're stuck so <laughs> and you gotta handle you gotta uh handle them consequences that are sitting on your lap okay um but yeah I was just like ooh, ooh, mm, 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 mm. that was a documentary that I was sitting there like oh my goodness like oh my goodness so yeah it's on Netflix I gave it a 4.7 out of 5 And that will do it for this week's Libby's Corner. Um, Yes, I have been on a documentary uh, kick. um, So stay tuned for next month. And we'll be running down another list of documentaries. Have a great weekend. Bye.